from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, I'm Jordan Lee. And I'm Piet Levy, music writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Every week we talk about music coming into Milwaukee and the music coming out of Milwaukee. This is Tapped In. Hello, Piet. How are you, my friend? Great, Jordan. We're getting close to Halloween and Halloween weekends. That's right. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 my, my son's wearing, he's going for a Superman. Superman this he, year? That's he cool. bought me a bear uh, helmet, so I'm going to wear a bear head on my face. That has nothing face. to do with the DC universe at all. No, but I love it. I'm just going to walk around with this bear this bear <laughs> mascot head over my head. Um, that's what he wants me to do. I'm going to do it. Maybe so. you should wear it at the Jawbreaker Festival at the Wisconsin I Center. should. I no should. one would know who you were. I know, exactly. It'll be weird, especially if I'm like taking notes, you know, this like bear reporter. Cub Cub reporter. Cub reporter on the scene. <laughs> well, if you've been taking notes, October 27th and 28th, Milwaukee has got some pretty big electronic artists coming into the city for the Jawbreaker Festival. Yes, inaugural festival. This is a very impressive lineup. Very. Uh, yeah. So you've got on the 27th, you've got Zed, who's kind of like, you know, the premier, you know, pop crossover EDM guy. Uh, you've heard his stuff. The middle was uh, inescapable this year. Inescapable. He's he's headlining. You've also got Grizz and and Louis the Child, uh, which are both very popular EDM acts on that bill. And local acts too. They're quite popular in the local scene and beyond yeah. too. Rocket Power and Crystal Knives. And then on the 28th, you've got Odessa um, headlining. Odessa is just massive. Uh, they they were a headliner at Lollapalooza. They were one of the six big headliners this year. And they're an EDM act that is well known for. Uh, the live show treatment is very different. They bring yes. out, uh, you know, a horn section and strings and a drum line and all this like live music component that really makes it kind of this big epic show. R.L. Grime also really well respected, uh, deservedly so, on that bill. Slumberjack, and then you've got a uh, Plaid Hawaii and Moses, also local acts that are rounding that out. Uh, this is the second year that this is happening at the Wisconsin Center. Yeah, and it's the second year in a row the Wisconsin Center's done kind of a big EDM bash over Halloween weekend. Last year, they did something called the Freaky Deaky Festival. That's right. Which was uh, kind of, React Presents was behind that, and they did multiple cities with kind of these multiple kind of little festival deals. Uh, Interestingly, for EDM fans, Freaky Deaky is back, but it's going to be at the Rave on the 28th with Boombox Cartel headlining as a show, basically. So for EDM fans, Halloween weekend, you've got a lot of choices to choose from. Absolutely. And as you said, I mean, this is a huge uh, undertaking for uh, not only the fact that we've got artists like Odessa and Zed headlining these weekends, but the fact that Milwaukee artists like Crystal Knives and Moses are on the bill. It really brings it all full circle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, well, another thing to mention about uh, Moses is uh, that's the stage name for Mo Pellman, who's you know really well involved in the Milwaukee music yeah. scene. Celebrated DJ, celebrated producer in the Milwaukee music yeah, scene. Yeah, exactly. What's kind of amazing is that this date of the the biggest, probably the biggest show of his career in terms of the biggest audience of his career. The date it's happening is the two-year anniversary that he had chemotherapy treatment for the first time when he started his chemotherapy treatment. Uh, you know, he's a cancer survivor, uh, you know, and, and uh, this really means a lot to him emotionally to kind of be able to get back out there. He, You know, he, he I did an interview with him that you'll see at the Journal Sentinel where he, he said that when he came in for, to the doctors, he knew he wasn't feeling well. They said, you know, if you hadn't come, you know, within a week or two, you probably yeah. would have died. Right. Uh, and so for him to really go through this incredible, difficult ordeal and then to come back and do this massive show two years later, I think it's a really emotional thing for him. Um, so, yeah, this festival is really interesting. But we should also kind of give you uh, listeners a heads up. There's another big kind of EDM thing going on New Year's Eve. That's right. Like, so as if Halloween wasn't enough for you, New Year's Eve, there's a plethora of options available for your EDM delight. Yeah. So you've got this kind of weird competition thing going on where, where Freaky Deaky is back, but at the rave. Yep. And then Wisconsin Center has an EDM festival, but it's a new one called Jawbreaker. 
And then New Year's Eve, you know, anyone who follows EDM has known for years, like I think 13 years yeah. at least, uh, Stel uh, Stellar Spark has had this big EDM bash at the rave, usually in multiple rooms. Uh, and that's back this year. But that same night, the Wisconsin Center is also going to do its own big EDM bash. So you've got these two huge EDM parties. Uh, the one for, it's called Radiance, uh, and uh, it's got Excision is on that lineup and wow. Zed's Dead, wow. which are massive, massive EDM acts. Zed's Dead has headlined past Stellar Spark events uh, on New Year's Eve, and Excision plays the, the Eagles Ballroom and, and sells it out, usually multiple shows every no year. No problem. Uh, yeah, so they're going to be doing this big Wisconsin Center EDM bash on New Year's Eve where... I mean, it's just kind of wild that we're that there's all these major EDM things happening on on these big holiday weekends. But I guess it's a great thing for EDM fans in Milwaukee. Coming up next on the podcast, we're going to talk about what does this mean for the EDM ticket buyer in the city of Milwaukee. And there's a lot of other great Halloween shows, including Ghosts performing a special tribute show at the Riverside. We'll tell you more about that next on Tapped In. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. It's tapped in. We're getting very electronic for Halloween this year. You know, I was, uh, Dory and I went as Daft Punk one year for wow. Halloween. I still have the helmet nice. that I made cool. in my basement. Wow. Light wow. up and everything. I, was, gotta, I don't I was know why Thomas. you don't wear that every year. Because uh, it's really cumbersome to use. And I DJed with it, which I thought was going to be... Like, I don't know how Daft Punk manages to do what they do wearing those outfits. That's probably why they don't tour ever. <laughs> they, they tour like once every like 10 to 20 years, uh, collect some big fat paychecks, and then they just kind of kick it. Just chill out yeah. and produce records for... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly for the weekend um we, you know we're talking a lot about these these big halloween edm shows and of course we tease and i'm sure we'll talk about this more as the year progresses but new year's eve is now becoming a really like i don't want to say there's like a well i will say there, there's there's a there's a war for the attention of the edm fan in our market mm -hmm. and it's very interesting to me to see as electronic music grows in popularity of course we've talked so much about this segment about how hip-hop has grown but at the same time the other side of that coin comes electronic music and it has grown exponentially in our market and it's very interesting to me to see the wisconsin center putting on such a big show the rave still having big shows at the same time on halloween and now we're talking about almost the exact same thing happening on new year's eve piet do you think we're going to be able to sustain this much edm attention and ticket pow prowess in Milwaukee, uh, it's interesting. I think I think you won't know until until it happens. Yeah. Um, you know, with this Halloween weekend thing, uh, at first it was shaping up to be kind of a, a, a kind of a fair fight, and it's really yeah. it's really not, honestly. I mean, the Jawbreaker Festival is this massive thing. Yeah. Um, and then Freaky Deaky, they kind of teased they were coming to the rave. Uh, but the, the lineup for the Freaky Deaky Festival, it's still you know it's still a good lineup, but it's not it's not the Jawbreaker. It doesn't thing. have the star power Correct. that Jawbreaker has, as you said, Odessa headlining major festivals Zed yeah. headlining major major festivals what will be interesting is how I'll be curious to see how the Freaky D show does I mean the ticket price is going to definitely be lower yep. than it is for the big festival it's going to be a more intimate environment so there might be some fans who are like you know I'm just not into the whole being there with 10,000 people thing yep. I want to go for the smaller show option so I'll be really curious to see what happens there um, but right now, I mean, we'll see how things kind of change. But with this New Year's Eve face off, that is more of an equal kind of deal. It is. Where, you know, the Wisconsin Center is like 10,000 capacity doing this big festival. And the rave, because they used, uh, they, they traditionally used multiple rooms, it was really kind of seen as this 
giant, like the big Midwest's kind of EDM bash was this thing at the Ray for a long time with SellerSpark uh, and did, you know, really well and pulled in lots and lots of people. Yeah. Um, so I'll be really interested to see. They ha- they haven't, uh, you know, as far as like last check, they haven't announced the lineup yet for SellerSpark. Be interested to see how they do that, how they react essentially to this Radiance Festival that's happening at the Wisconsin Center uh, and, and see, you know, are is it going to be really a, a mono a mono kind of face off or are they going to try to go in a different direction to be to try to cater to a different audience than that would be at Radiance and Stellar Spark. I, I don't know. Uh, but I think it's kind of fascinating that it's happening, and we'll see if, if we can really sustain that. That's that's two huge kind of EDM festivals on the same night in the same town. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Well, this Halloween weekend, we'll be telling, but also Halloween proper, there's a really special show, and I thought you should share this story, Piet, because I have to admit, before you told me this story, I had not heard this story. I will be the first to admit I'm a little bit behind on my Swedish medal. Okay. okay. I'm not always up to speed on what's happening. Okay. Okay. You should be. You should be. I know I should be. <laughs> it's, a, it's something I'm working on. It's, it's a resolution for 2019 and beyond. Yeah, yeah. You've turned me on to ghosts, but you told me a story about ghost performance here in Milwaukee that was very touching, and they have a special, special concert October 31st at the Riverside Theater. Yeah. So this is a, it's, a, it's a sad story, but also kind of a, yeah, like you said, a touching story. So ghost is this, for people who don't know, uh, it's very theatrical Swedish metal band uh they kind of play with like you know religious imagery and and kind of this kind of religious sort of thing they dress up in costume they have different kind of you know superhero style kind yeah, of stage yeah. names it's a very theatrical group and they're very very popular they did a show uh i think right before or right after their new album came out uh which was really well reviewed uh they did a show back at like the i think may 31st yeah. i think at the riverside it was a sold out show for 2500 people um they did a two-act show, and after the first act, there was a fan, uh, his name's Jeff Fortune, who who collapsed at the show. Yes. And CPR got to him, and they kind of cleared the space, and and they, they rushed him to, to the hospital, um, and the, the show was canceled uh, after right. he collapsed. And unfortunately, Jeff passed away that night. Um, and, and, and Ghost, the band, they, they really had a really nice message where, um, you know, basically saying how you know the families and our thoughts we ask you to please have them in your thoughts and prayers and and things like that as well um you know and it, it, it the, the statement was like you know our hearts are broken for him and his family and um you know it was it's was just a, a nice kind of note to this fan who who had died um which i think usually would be probably how a band would handle that they, you know yeah. these things have happened before yeah. and uh you send off your best regards but that wasn't enough for ghost no, and this is what I think makes this story so interesting. So, you know, Ghost did this statement, which was a nice statement, and kind of like you said, an expected kind of statement yeah. to say something like that. Um, but then um, they recently announced that, uh, you know, it was, it was a two-act concert, and they only did act one. So they they announced that they were going to go ahead and finish act two. They're doing it on Halloween night at the Riverside, so the second act that didn't get to perform in May will happen there. And it's going to be a, a tribute to the fan who died, Jeff Fortune. Uh, where they're doing it in in his honor, uh, in his memory. But what the band's going to do too is they have this um, special shirt uh, that shows uh, Cardinal Copa, who's the frontman for Ghost, uh, standing next to uh, to Jeff Fortune. Uh, they both uh, have these kind of like Michael Myers style uh, Halloween costumes. Yep. It's a really cool shirt, um, really cool design. And they they made this shirt uh, only for this show. 
They're selling it only at this show. And all the proceeds, every penny that's going to be from this shirt uh, is going to go towards uh, Jeff Fortune's family, uh, which, I, again, this is I think this is kind of an above and beyond thing than, than you would typically yes. see from a band where this happens. They might send a statement and and, and that's that. Um, but to kind of come back, finish the show, they're not selling any more tickets. I mean, you know, basically anyone who came back is going to come back and see it. They're not trying to, you know, sell more tickets that way. Uh, and, and they're doing this shirt, but it's not they're not taking any money from it. It's all going to the family of this fan who died. Uh, I think this is an incredible gesture. And I think this is one of those things you see in subgenres of music uh, that have really intense fan bases the the community that is built around that intensity it becomes a little stronger this isn't and not to not to dismiss pop artists or big rock artists or big rap artists who are coming through a market and they don't really interact with their fans but this reminds me of the things you would see in punk rock the things you would see in like breakcore or jungle the things you would see in uh subgenres like ska or reggae where, where the community that gathers around it they know each other a little better and I have to assume that Jeffrey was known in the scene. Mm. He was someone who was around. So this isn't just a gesture on behalf of Ghost. It's really the Midwest metal scene is kind of gathering to kind of honor the fan and remind each other that we're all in this together. It's a wonderful thing. And I, I, I have to applaud Ghost. This is a really, really special and unique thing to do for fans around the world, but especially here in Milwaukee. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. I mean, Jeff Fortune uh, was like, he was in the pit, like, you know, right up yeah. front and center. Like he was obviously got there early, got, got to the show, yeah. was really in the in the moment. So uh, he wasn't like kind of a, a casual fan that kind of came in. He was clearly a diehard fan of this band. Uh, so it's really nice to see the band pay such a strong tribute to to a fan, to one fan, to really honor him here uh, th- through this, again, an incredible gesture and really cool to see it happen. And we can find out more about this online. Yeah, you can go to jsonline.com, um, and we hope to be able to be there that night to see what, what happens, so we'll, we'll, we'll keep you posted. Well, stay tuned for that, and of course, we always want you to stay posted. Do you subscribe to Tapped In? If you don't, you should. Tapped In is produced by Tyrone Miller. Our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from your membership. You can subscribe at radiomilwaukee.org, on iTunes, or anywhere that you listen to your podcast. Piet, have a spooky Halloween weekend. I'll see you next time for Tapped In. See you next time. <laughs>